Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's no video of President Trump sucking a ding-dong. Can I eat this? Is this a food? Let me see it. Yeah, that's a food. You can eat that. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. You can eat it. You just don't sound confident. Yeah, well, it's just I've, I've made some of them. You can eat some of them. Just some of them will cause intergalactic space travel and a five-hour ego death. But you can eat it. Right, well, how am I supposed to know? Well, I don't know if I want to go to space. I'm just hungry. What do you mean you don't want to go to space? So I've just done all that for nothing. You know how many fucking stars I've put up there? La la la, doing some fishing. Oh. <gasps> you there, sir? Uh, I certainly hope you've got a fishing license. Well, no, I don't, but... Oh, no! Have no. oh. oh. you behaved? The vaccination card that you get, this opens doors and allows you to participate in life. I never sucked any ding-dongs. But I'll tell you, if they were going to blackmail me to start World War III about one, I'd say, hey, I sucked a ball, golf ball through a freaking garden hose. So now we have this Delta variant that is much more contagious. Because it's more contagious, it's going to be even harder for us to reach herd immunity. We're going to have to vaccinate an even higher proportion of people to get there. What happens then if we end up having another variant developing that's even more contagious, that could cause more disease, that could evade the protection of our immune system? And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. Hola, soy Dora. Can you say puedes hacerme un sandwich? That means, can you make me a sandwich in space? You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights? You say we all lead lives you can't respect? But you're just frightened? You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked? Funny, just this once, you're correct. 
will convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. Try and follow me here, okay? Your body, your choice. Unless it has to do with the vaccine. In which case, your body, the government, your employer, and possibly your school's choice. But you should get the vaccine. Because then you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Unless you still have to wear a mask. But you won't get COVID again. Unless you happen to get COVID again. But you're protected from the other variants. Except that you're not. <laughs> but you should totally get it because it protects other people unless those other people happen to get COVID from you. Guys, there's no side effects unless you happen to experience some of the side effects. I don't know why this is so hard for people to follow. You don't have to wear a mask unless you do. You can't get sick again unless you do. And there's no side effects unless you experience them. Do the right thing. Don't be an asshole. John will absolutely be missed and never forgotten. From Dallas, Texas, this is Anarchast. Greetings, you beautiful, beautiful community of people that are just resilient and that live through anything and that overcome adversity and tyranny on a daily basis. Welcome back to Anarchast, your home for anarchy on the internet. I will be Patrick Smith. This is a really cool show. We've been gone for two months. 
So really quickly, I just want to briefly kind of explain myself because I feel like I owe you episodes these days. Um, two months ago, I had a lot of life changes kind of all happen at once. Great news. My daughter, you know, was at the end of her treatment and my family is trying to figure out how to sort of be normal again, which is a bigger adjustment than you might imagine. Um, I started a new job. I took the chief technology officer position at the float social network. And uh, as you can imagine, uh, a position like that is all consuming and I needed to give it the time and attention that it deserved. And I also needed to get myself back in order over the past several years as my family's been going through things. I had my health had definitely declined. I was and still am pretty overweight. And, and that's another thing I've been working on. So it's been a lot of life changes in the past couple months. And it's all been positive. Things are looking great. My family's doing better. I'm feeling better. Uh, my career is kicking ass again. But not only that. Not only were what was I up to those things, I was up to something new and special and amazing that I'm about to announce for you here today. So let me bring the people on and then I will make the announcement. Here with us today on the show, I am pleased to announce and we're using Discord today. Oh, Sherry, I, like I'm covering you up. I don't like that. Okay, here we go. We'll do it like that. Okay, so we have in the top left, we have Christian who I think You've been on Anarchast before, right? No? Oh, okay, failure. We're going to have to actually have you on for an interview soon. Um, and uh, we also, at the bottom left, we have Shepard, who you've definitely seen on Anarchast before. Bottom right, you have the uh, Sherry Voluntary. Welcome to the show, everybody. Okay. Awesome. So here's here's what happened. Um, this This occurred over the span of a year or more, I found myself complaining a lot. I found myself um, bitching about how other people were doing things. I was constantly complaining about how the government was screwing everything up, how the, they were, I mean, they literally, I, I wasn't wrong. They do nothing right. They do nothing well. They waste everybody's money that they steal from us to begin with. And one of the things that they interfere with and mess up most is charity, like helping people. And then another thing, you know, months later, something separate happened and I was complaining about yet another drama BS story out of the Libertarian Party. And I found myself yet again complaining about what other people were doing in this fight that we are all part of towards liberty. Every single person, every single set of eyeballs watching this show right now is driven to live in a freer world and surround themselves by freer people. And I found that I was spending most of my time complaining about what everybody else was doing towards that goal instead of just focusing on what I could do, or instead of focusing on actually creating something. Um, did somebody say guests, no audio? Can you say something? Let me just check that real quick. This is Shepard. Okay, maybe now. Mic check one, two. Can you hear now? Okay, I think I fixed it. If it was broken, I think I fixed it. So hopefully, let, let me know in the comments if you can if you can hear the guests. Sorry about that. So, um, I was tired of complaining. I was tired of bitching about what everybody else wasn't doing or what they were doing wrong. And 
I said, it is time to stop that. It is time to lead by example. It is time to create what I want to see in the world. But I didn't know what I wanted to create or what I needed to create above and beyond what I already do. A bunch of video content, a bunch of philosophy, a bunch of debate discussions and things like that. Didn't know what I needed to do or what I should be creating. Then a few months later, I was on Twitter bitching yet again about something the Libertarian Party was doing. And, you know, the, the Twitter snark that I don't know that that site just pulls this asshole attitude out of you. You know, I made a I made a crappy tweet. Uh, about the Libertarian Party, I said something like the Libertarian Party would be a, a way more effective and they would create way more liberty in the world if they stopped messing with politics and were nothing more than a charity and outreach organization that did nothing but organize and bring voluntarists together to help each other, to support each other. And in doing those things, in bringing joy and health and happiness to the world, they, they told people our, about our ideas. If that's what they did, I was convinced the Libertarian Party would create more liberty in the world than they currently do. And I'm still <laughs> convinced of that. But um, that was it. So that was the final piece, that the block that fell into place. And I finally sort of said, maybe I should do charity. But not just like some small time Patreon deal. I mean, do it big. I mean, do it right. And so I kind of started stewing on that for several months. And I'm going to hand this conversation off to Christian um, because this is the part where I met him and um, I pitched him the idea. And I'd like him to just sort of pick up the story from here and tell us like what he thought about when I mentioned this idea. Yeah, so we were having our, uh, our spiritual and nature experience at an interesting festival over here in the... Uh, west side of austin uh, two very uh black sheep in the flock uh but we had a lot of great conversations there and one of them was when patrick kind of threw this idea at me and uh it, it kind of stirred up a lot of different ideas because for a long time i had had this kind of an issue almost with uh the way i was doing my own activism which is essentially sitting in front of a camera and talking right which is good and i think people should do that but i wanted to do more and so when he pitched this idea, the first thing that kind of came to my mind was, oh my God, like we have an opportunity to not only spread the good word, as one might say, but actually help people in meaningful, impactful ways. And to me, that's got to be the most fulfilling idea of, of activism I could possibly think of. So from there, the conversation just kind of slowly rolled and developed. And uh, it wasn't too long after that that we wound up talking to Miss Sherry Voluntary, who I'll pass the mic over to. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, I was uh, in Texas visiting and uh, got to talking with these two guys, and they presented me with this idea, and uh, I fell in love with it. I thought it was a great idea. Um, it's always great to get outside of ourselves, you know, and. Uh, something that I, I read several years ago that has really been rattling around in my brain for a long time was a quote by Socrates, and uh, it says, the secret of, of change is to focus all of your energies in not, on, not into fighting the old, but into building the new, paraphrased. And, and for me, I've been looking for that way to build the new. I sort of was doing what I knew to do, uh, but I thought this was a great opportunity to do that. 
And so the three of us, I think, actually sort of made the decision to begin moving forward and um, and not just to sort of move forward with some kind of unofficial sort of Facebook group, you know, simple thing, but to actually do it right. Because we've got a lot of things that go on here in Texas on their own, which uh, well, like uh, the the Don't Comply group runs the Feed the Need event that I've talked about here before, where we go out and feed the homeless people every winter. Um, we have the, uh, the moo fest that I have started doing on my birthday every year where we go out and we cook filet mignon steaks for the homeless people in Dallas. Uh, and, and it, it's always a barrier to those events sort of going really well or getting lots of donations because when we go to the companies and we try and get the sleeping bags or tents or clothes or whatever for, to help people with, the first thing they ask is, yeah, send us a, you know, proof of your 501 status so that we can make sure that we get a tax donation, a tax write off for it. And um, and we're like, oh, sorry, we're just people that are helping people. We don't have, you know, the paperwork with the government to do so. And they're like, well, sorry, we can't really help you. That's our policy or whatever. So this time we decided to do it right to actually do it. We're forming a corporation. We are going to we are applying for the 501 status to get fully sort of paperworked and authorized by the irs to be able to give people tax breaks and to give us the ability to get tax breaks when we want to do things like what we're talking about uh so with that in mind the 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 last person that i wanted to bring in and talk to um to be at the sort of leadership of this company was shepherd so Shepard, can you maybe pick it up from there and, and uh, talk about what, it, what your perspective was when I, when I brought it to you? Yes, yes. So I, I face a lot of what you were talking about, about the, the businesses that you approached, what they face. My wife and I have a small business, and it is important to us uh, when we give a gift uh, to anybody, it's nice when it can be written off. And that's a nice plus. And I think many businesses have a certain budget set aside for 501c3 donations and it just allows uh, allows a business to give more. So I liked that idea. And then I combined that with, uh, I'm a voluntarist and I'm frequently faced with a question, you know, who will build the roads or <laughs> who will provide charity if it wasn't for the government? And then I finally saw three people that when asked who will provide charity, they said, we will and when I was asked to help with that, I said, yeah, you know what? I will too. And so I'm just excited to move forward with this. And I hope that every libertarian leaning lefty and righty and, and libertarian and capital L libertarian and voluntarist and, and human being will jump on board and say, I will too. Hmm. Exactly. Well said. So what I am introducing to you here on this stream is the leadership of the new company in 501 that we're forming called Voluntary Virtue. Org or Inc? I forget. Christian, which is or it? Inc. Inc. It's Inc. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we, does it matter? This is all for the IRS. We don't care. It's called Voluntary Virtue. Christian, why do you, why do you think Voluntary Virtue is a good name? Oh, well, you know, I have, for those of you who don't know me, I have this uh, little, little uh, love of philosophy. And uh, the idea of virtue is one that has persisted essentially as long as we have been writing about philosophy. And it's just how to be a good person. Being virtuous is essentially that idea. It's, it's 
not just how to be a good person, even how to be the best person you can be. And so whenever we were thinking about what we kind of wanted to go for with a name, we wanted to take some of this powerful language and implement it in a way that was, you know, appropriate for the, the gravity of words like virtue. And it also just happened to make an, a fantastic alliteration. So that was a, a great plus to go along with it. Uh, and part of being virtuous was very relevant to kind of what we were doing. Because as we talked about, sort of when we were bringing all of this stuff up, you know, we kind of, in a sense, almost see ourselves as kind of competitors to the state in providing charitable services. Um, at least that's the way I see it. And so there's a common theme in virtue where resistance is almost to some extent a requirement for something to be virtuous. Like it's not virtuous to not steal anything, um, but it would be virtuous to choose not to steal even if you were hungry, for example. When you have every reason to do something else or to not to do something, and then you choose, you make the conscious choice to do that thing, it says a lot about the action. And it, it, like I said, it has, a, it has a gravity to it that we really wanted to capture in the name. And I think we did a fantastic job of it. Absolutely. I, I love how you describe that. Okay. So let's, let's get down like rubber meets the road. What is this thing going to be doing and how, and how, you know, how are we going to need help from people? There's two parts to this company. Um, there's the, um, well, I, I, I still have not found a good way to describe it other than using other charities that already exist. Um, think of it like um, member or supporter funded uh, acts of charity. So we will hopefully gather, you know, by being trustworthy and responsible and open with our books, we'll hopefully get a group of people that are willing to help or make monthly donations of whatever amount you're able to. Then as we build up enough funds, we will be able to locate people in need and help them in some direct sort of way. Not by writing them a check, obviously, but by maybe if they need um, a medical prosthetic or if they, you know, if they're in some exigent circumstance where they're in need, we'll be able to actually pool all of our resources as a community of voluntarists to begin helping people. Why do I think this is important and why is now the time to do it? Because what I think probably everyone watching this sees coming in the world, we're not on the way up right now, I don't think. I mean, any, anybody on this video can disagree with me if they want. You can, you can tell me in the comments if you think I'm wrong and you see, you know, roses on the horizon. Um, I think we're headed in the other direction. I think there's going to be a lot of voluntarists and libertarians out there that are going to be in bad places and are going to need help. And so the time to begin organizing to get ready for that to be the case is not once it's already too late and everybody's already in the middle of a bunch of tragedies, the time is now. The time is to come together now to pool our resources so that uh, when those bad things come, as I think they are, we'll be in a better position to do that kind of stuff and to support our community and also to show the rest of the world how it's done and how you don't need government coercion to hurt, to, to help people. You don't need uh, government guns robbing people of their money to help with welfare and, and other such programs. I want to stop complaining. I want to start creating what I want to see in the world instead of complaining about what currently is. Uh, so that's, that's the first half. 
the second half allow me to ramble for a little bit longer guys i apologize um the second half came from my direct experience with my daughter's treatment three and a half four years ago um you know we got the diagnosis she has leukemia uh, our life rapidly fell apart. You know, my you know, half of my family was in the hospital 24-7 and um, I was trying to keep the lights on, you know, with working and income and whatnot. And uh, something unexpected happened. See, the, the for the previous several years before that day, before the diagnosis day, I had just mainly out of selfish reasons, really started a community of voluntarists in Dallas called the voluntarists of Dallas, Fort Worth. After I had visited a group that still exists and it's a great group. It's in Austin, Texas, voluntarists of Austin. And I visited their group and I fell in love with just having a community of people around me that I could talk to and debate with and have friends and make friends with and make connections with and not feel so alone in the world, surrounded by these status zombies. And this was before the mask wearing anyway. Um, so I went home to Dallas and I created that there. And we have one of the largest meetup. We have one of the largest meetups and groups of voluntarists in the world in Dallas now. And so on this uh, diagnosis day, that all came out of nowhere to instead of just being a fun social group where a bunch of people hang out, I had an actual community of friends that were invested in helping me through that time. And one of the people involved took it upon themselves to organize everybody else. And they had two a day meal deliveries. There would be some, uh, two volunteers every day would go and get food and either bring it to the hospital for my wife or bring it to the house for me and my son. And they figured out how they could in person support us as we got through the initial stages of this in impossible situation. I had, I totally, I mean, it came out of nowhere. I had, I had never experienced anything like it. I had never heard, I had never seen anything like it. And I didn't even know what to do with it at the time. And honestly, until a year ago, when I started thinking about this kind of process, I, I didn't even think it could be duplicated or, or anything like that. Anyway, long story short to say, this company is going to stand for two things. We're going to pool our resources as voluntarists to help each other with charity by creating what needs to exist in the world in a non-coercive way, in a principled, trustworthy way. And then the other half is we're going to have fun and we're going to build community at the same time. So every time the company, you know, every time we pick somebody to help that's in trouble or in need, there's going to be an associated group of actual people in real life that are going to go to wherever the people are that we're helping and in person see what they can do. It might be nothing more than have a party for the people to raise their spirits. It might be just visiting, hanging out. It might be bringing food. It might be doing other, who knows how the community can come together to help each other in person. So I don't want to just be another nonprofit charity that just drops money bombs on people. That's not that that's that's only a tiny part of what I think is needed. What I really want to do is create that moment that helped me and my family so much when we were in trouble years ago. And so that's the second half of this company uh, of this effort company effort, this group of people, this community that we're trying to build. Um, who would like to pick that up? I've got so many awesome people. Does anybody have anything they'd like to say? 
can I can add to with sure. the, the social media part of that. Um, I think might be a good point, and 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 I agree with you. That I think this is something that communities. I've been a part of in in communities in my church or my neighborhood. People used to do those things for each other, and and really the state and all of the different things tear that down. And uh, I'm really thankful to be a part of it. But the social media aspect of it, um, we would really love you guys to get involved with. Is you know so much of our community is online, and um, as voluntarists, we know that we're spread out all over the place and we're not necessarily together. And and that becomes really important that we can have those communities online to make friendships and, and ha- help each other. So we'd really love you guys to get involved with our online uh, component. And uh, that will be on Facebook primarily to begin with. Um, and that's the Tactical Charity Society will be there as well as Voluntary Virtue. And um, we really, really, really want the meme lords to come in and uh, help us out. You know, that's so often the edge is where people really get turned up, as they say, um, and catches people's atten- attention. So we really want you guys to go in there and, you know, like we, we're going to have a logo that you guys can use uh, to make your own. And this is about you as much as it is about us, right? We want to give people the opportunity to be involved, like Patrick was saying, not just to drop a money bomb and here you go, here's here's this or that, which might be necessary. You know, getting someone a prosthetic is an amazing accomplishment and it's wonderful deed, but we wanna care about that person beyond just that one initial thing. And uh, I, I think this is just really well suited to the kind of people that so many of you are, and that is people who really do wanna build what they want to see in the world, which is a better world that, you know, functions without coercion and without violence. So um, I'm really excited to be a part of that. And I I hope that you guys will just see the value in it and help us as well with your ideas. And and we're available, I think I I can probably speak for we're available. If you guys have ideas, you have things um, that you are interested in uh, and supporting and maybe ways to make what we're doing better. Uh, but definitely get involved, get on our social media. That's where we will be communicating. We have some great stuff coming up uh, with MooFest to start off with. And um, I, I think that's just about it. Right. We're going to be on Twitter and I have an Instagram. We're not going to focus on those just yet. Facebook is our main priority right now, um, but we will be on all the platforms. Chris, uh, Christian, what the hell is uh, the, the thing that she just mentioned there, the Tactical Charity Society? Tactical Charity Society is going to be the right arm of voluntary virtue, essentially. This is going to be a group of people that are the community force that we so desperately want to build. Um, I mean, one of the things that really struck me whenever we were thinking about um, talking about this idea is that it seems to not matter how many charities come up in the world, right? There's always still more people that need help. And so one of the things that one of the goals that I have is that one, I want it to help create a world where if voluntary virtue as the corporation ceases to exist one day, we've created networks and communities of people that are willing to continue to support each other without needing any sort of, of, of guidance or, or organization kind of directing things. And I think that's not only realistic, but super achievable. Um, 
and and beautiful in a sense as well the idea of bringing back that community grassroots looking out for your neighbors for your friends for your family uh, is something that i really strongly want to desire, to to get out of this and uh, is one of the the bars for success that i have for for myself in going into this project yeah, so the 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 TCS name, the Tactical Charity Society name, is meant to be fun because it it is it is incredibly fun and and rewarding to help people in this way, and not only that, but it's it's fun to have fun with it along the way. So I think we have all sorts of really cool ideas to make it fun, you know, uh, patches and hats and memes and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, Shepard. What do you have to say about all this? I, I love it. Now, I actually think that we aren't really inventing the Tactical Charity Society. We're just kind of making it a little bit more formal. I think yeah. one example of, of when the members of the Tactical Charity Society were active were back in the, uh, the days of the, the, the war between the North and the South in the, in the United States. And there was the Underground Railway. Um, or the railroad where they would sneak slaves out of the, their slavery up to the north. And this was a group of volunteers who did something that wasn't necessarily something their community liked. It might have been illegal, but they said, hey, there's some people that need help. Let's get together. Let's form this little network and let's do good things. And so I think that, that they were a good example or the people that that hid the, the Jewish folks during the, the Holocaust and and that just jumped out and did something good and did it intelligently. Um, I, I think that's just what we're following in or continuing the Tactical Charity Society uh, that didn't really have a, a name maybe at that point, but I feel like we're we're following in their footsteps and uh, yeah, certainly some giants on on whose shoulders we're riding. Yeah, definitely. So voluntary virtue is the clean cut, respectable 501c3 that will be able to hopefully elicit donations from anybody, solicit donations from anybody. Uh, and Tactical Charity Society will be the fun, loving, active, in-person group of people that are interested in going out into the world in person to the people in need and helping them in various ways. So what that means is that we are setting up the structure. We are saying this is what needs to be created. We are doing the the legwork and the massive amount of money and time that it takes to put something like this together and to do all the paperwork. Um, but that's only a that, that compared to what we need from the from you guys. That's almost nothing. Like we need so much from the community. If this is something that you want to see in the world, if you're tired of complaining like I am and you want to create what you want to see, and if this is what you want to see, help us create it. Be a part of it. Join up. Contribute in all kinds of different ways. Uh, Shepard, what are the different like things that we need uh, people to help with? You know, there are a number of things. Some of them are tech-related and some aren't. I, and I think that, <laughs> and I'm kind of the old guy of the group, but um, meme lords, people who are clever and can communicate ideas in a in a fun, entertaining, memorable way, be creative. Like, just go nuts and, and you know, make this happen and, and do your magic. Work your magic. I think the more uh, that you're supervised you know that, that makes it go away just go out be crazy be awesome most of you're going to do wonderful things um i think graphics 
doing swag designs for t-shirts, hats, that kind of thing. If you're good at that kind of thing, please reach out, volunteer to help with that. Um, organizers to run the Tactical Charity Society uh, events or the, the things that need to happen. Uh, if you wanna have something happen in your city, learn how to do it. We're gonna set up a program where we train you in our, our systems and then you'll lead your community in doing things. Um, so please feel welcome to be, uh, be a, a member, a leader in that way. Um, and then donors, um, whether it's a little bit or a lot, please do donate. And uh, as time goes on, I, I hope, I trust that we're gonna, going to earn your trust. And it's a, been an issue with many charities is there's a lack of transparency. Um, and we are dedicated to being very transparent. And please, if you have an issue with us, let us know, let's work it out. Uh, let, let's, if we're wrong, my gosh, call us on it. Chances are we're going to be wrong a bunch. None of us have started a 501c3 before. So this is a, a learning thing for us. The hours that Christian and Patrick especially are putting into the legal, the accounting, all of those ends of things. Um, we're really working on doing this right. It's not just a, uh, toss it together kind of thing, but please keep us honest. Uh, tell us what you like, tell us uh, what you don't like and donate and donate big, please. I think Nape might've just, uh, over on Odyssey, Nape just said that he donated $5. So he might be our first, uh, first donor. So thank you, Nate. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, appreciate you. So uh, long way to go. That's, that's the very, that's the beginning. So thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's kind of it guys. Um, Christian, anything else that you'd like to say? Yeah, I don't think we've really uh, outlined MooFest oh, very much, have we? You're right. I forgot. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, last year for my birthday in September, I did an event. It was just me because I love steak and I, I'm pretty good at cooking filet mignon. We uh, went out and uh, we got a, a bunch of donations. A lot of people donated. Uh, we found a butcher that gave us a good discount and we got hundreds of filet mignon. I forget what the total count was. And we went out and we served some of the best steak known to mankind to the people that never get that kind of cuisine. And it was an amazing event. It was a great time. And it was so much of a great time that I decided right then and there, I'm probably just going to do this for my birthday every year going forward until something changes. Well, now... We have a 501 nonprofit. So now we might actually be able to scale this thing up and actually get some donations from other companies and things like that to, to really make it a bigger deal. So um, this is to announce, uh, last year I called it um, the, the Celebration of Freedom and Bovinity Festival 2020. But that, that was just kind of a funny name because I didn't think I was ever going to do it again. Well, uh, yeah, Zeku in the comments, he was there. Christian in this video, he was there. Uh, I, I think we're going to just call it Moo Fest this year. But um, that's, that's the event that's going to be sort of the kickoff event for Voluntary Virtue as, um, as a company uh, and as a, a boots-on-the-ground sort of effort. So if you are interested in helping with this event or donating to this event, or if you're going to be in and around Dallas on September 4th in the uh, afternoon slash evening, I think around six o'clock, I think we'll have the time, the exact time and location on the website. Um, please consider donating at the website. There's a page for it. Uh, Christian, what's that page? It's going to be voluntaryvirtue.org forward slash 
causes list forward slash bovinity 2021. Okay. Well, you'll find it on the website. Uh, and so you can either <laughs> you can either join up to be a, like a normal reoccurring donor to Voluntary Virtue and be part of these, you know, ongoing charity acts that we're going to be doing, or you can donate specifically to this event uh, to help this thing that we're doing in September. Or if you want to come, I'd actually prefer you show up and help. So if you if you want to be in Dallas uh, on September 4th, please come join us. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have some amazing food and we're going to help a lot of people in ways that they just don't. I mean, there's people that, that run food trucks out there to donate food, but it's usually quantity over quality. Just, you know, whatever gets the calories for the cheapest amount of money kind of solutions. One day a year, I like give them filet, bacon wrapped filet mignon cooked uh, as best as I possibly can. So um, that is our inaugural event. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Christian? You know, Jerry? you're not missing anything. Go ahead. So. You're not missing anything, but I forgot to mention something when I was asking uh, folks to to give us a hand. Here's something else you can do that's kind of easy. Share word of voluntary virtue on your social media networks. If you have a podcast, yes. um, invite one of the better looking three people uh, that are here on the panel with me. Invite them to come on as a guest and chat about it. Interview them. Uh, just give us some some Facebook shares and some some Instagram and elsewhere. Please promote us as best you can. That That's a huge help. Uh, the more we can get out there, if you have a website that's uh, libertarian oriented uh, or even a business website and you want to toss on a link to our website, that for those of you who know, know about SEO, that sure helps us. Uh, the more you can do to help us get out there and, and more people involved, the happier we'll all be, I think. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So Zeku was at the event last year. I see him in the comments and cap gamer. He's in the comments. He was there last year and they both say they're coming again. Zeku's bringing Kool-Aid. So that's awesome. Um, all right, guys, <laughs> Adam in on Facebook says, Oh fuck. You're going to make me come to Dallas. I know the meme you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I know the meme and we need the meme Lords like you get it. Sherry. What? Uh, I think we have, do we have links in the description to the, we have uh, a Facebook page in the description, but there's also a tactical charity society, Facebook group that yeah. we're starting. That's where the memes go. And we need the meme Lords like you. Uh, okay. So while we do closing chat, Last call for questions. If you guys have questions about what we're about, what we're going to do, what we're not going to do, who we're going to help and not help, you know, if you have any of these questions, um, let us know now. This is last call. So let me just put that to Christian. Christian, who are we going to help? The entire world? We're going to help as many people as we can, as effectively as we can. And we're going to do our best to ensure that principled, uh, well-meaning individuals get the help that they need whenever we can provide it. And the more support we get from more people, the more lives that we can help improve. And uh, I can't think of a, a better way to sum it up, honestly. Awesome. Fallstar just gave us a donation to Voluntary Virtue, and Liberty Bird says he's going to promote us to his users. So, man, look, it's going to happen, guys. All this work that we put in, Ah, man, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward. Guys, get involved. Get excited. Let's let's really change some lives and, and try and uh, overcome and survive what's probably uh, coming down the pike pretty soon. All right. Um, any any anything else, guys? Anybody? I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I just wanted to add. Yeah, go ahead. To what Shepard had said is if for people that haven't tried to 
you know, a lot of people just have a social media account for their own personal use and fun. But when you're using social media as a platform to try and magnify your message, it is, Shepard hit it on the head. You, we can't underestimate the value of people liking, heart reacts get more, they're weighed more in the algorithm, liking, sharing, and commenting on our content. That really has a huge impact on magnifying who sees what we're doing and getting the message out there. So that was the last thing. Just keep that in mind that if you can't do anything else, that is such a huge help. Yeah, and if you have a favorite podcaster that hasn't had us on their show to talk about this project and get their audience involved, tag us. We're we're on social media. You can tag me, Sherry Shepherd. I don't know if Shepherd has a Twitter. Do you have a Do you have a Twitter, Shepherd? You're muted. The tweeter things on the internet machine. I don't think I do. <laughs> I, no, I don't. Um, I'm too old for that stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah, get the word out, guys. Tag your favorite podcasts. Uh, make sure that you get one of us on their shows to talk about what we're doing to get more people engaged quickly, and let's kick this thing off. And if there's a, an, a and if you want to go the other way, if you if you want to suggest podcasts to us, let us know also on our all of our social medias. Uh, Maddie asks, "Would you help people outside the U.S.? Who wants to take that?" Christian, oh Absolutely. Shepherd, there you go. Yeah, I, my thinking is um, the United States, that's that's the name of a government political jurisdiction. And so I don't think anybody in this organization really recognizes that beyond what we have to pretend to, not to be caged or stolen from. So yeah, we don't really care. If a person is, I, I think the the first thing that we're going to look at with people who, are, who need help is, are they living by the non-aggression principle as as much as possible are they you know the the top five percent of people who are living with that in their mind and with that goal and that principle and that's who we're going to start with um and then you know who's who's to say though if there's someone in another country that's never heard of voluntarism and they need a a helping hand to get up to a better place in life and we think that we're going to be able to make a a measurable difference and make their life better uh, we're not only helping perfect voluntarists, we're helping all other human critters who are doing their best to peacefully and honestly make it through life. So long story short, absolutely. Yeah. What we're not helping though, we're, we're not helping law enforcement. We're not helping government agents. We're not helping people that already have massive charities helping them. Uh, we are, we are helping people that are trying to do good for themselves in the world or that are trying to like, let's say that there's some rent, like this is, a, might be a good example. Maybe not. I don't know. You guys can disagree if you want, but like there was this lady in Dallas uh, a while back that, uh, when the, when the judge signed the initial mask order that required, uh, all businesses in Texas to require masks. And she said, no, I'm going to keep my barber shop open anyway, in defiance of this tyranny that you're uh, signing into law. She resisted. How cool would it be to have an organization that could move in to back her up in some way, either financially or just maybe, maybe the TCS, maybe the tactical squad rolls in and gets a bunch of haircuts to support her that day. It could be anything. Guys, when we organize and we work together, we become more than the sum of our parts. And if we go and we find people that are either already good people, principled people, or people that are just sort of blossoming into uh, realizing the truth of the world around them, and they're the, the few, the rare people that are resisting, how cool would it be to go and stand next to them and to support them um, together as more than the sum of our parts? So, um, all right. 
Last words, anybody? Or was that it? Was that the last words? I think that was the last words. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, go ahead, Christian. What? I was just going to say, again, uh, because I haven't had a chance to say it, thank you to everybody who has supported and who will support in the future. Um, even if you're watching this video three months from now and you're just now hearing about this and you go and click support, thank you just as much from beginning to end. Um, every, every dollar counts, every single one, whether you're the first, the last, in the middle, whether you do five or 10 or 20, it all counts. It all helps. It all makes a difference. And it could be the difference between somebody getting the care that they need and the care and not being able to do so. So ev every little bit of support counts and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I don't use that term lightly. Yep. So thanks. And we're not out here messing around guys. We're doing this right. We're doing it big. Help us do it big. We can't do it big without you. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for watching everybody guys. Thanks for joining me on the show. And thanks to each of you for being the awesome people that you are to want to start something like this with me. And thanks to all of you that have already donated and that are right now, hopefully joining the social media groups and uh, telegram groups and discord server links to all that's in the description. And uh, let's, let's kick this off guys. Let's do this big. Let's make a difference. And, and let's do more than merely survive the next several years. Let's, let's thrive. Let's overcome. All right, that's it. Have a great day, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.